Wild. Abusive. The Rockies have scored a total of 74 runs in the last seven games. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Goodness gracious. Alabacious. Wow. Oh, baby. Well, it's Groundhog Day uh, again, and that means it's just time for John to tell us how much more uh, World Series we're going to have. Oh, wait, we're not, because the Dodgers blew it. Uh, Game seven, which I think for either team, I predicted yesterday morning, the Astros would win. I did not see the Dodgers having a snowball's chance in hell of winning. I did three games ago. Two games ago, I thought anything's on the table, but after watching them Sunday... And knowing how L.A. likes to choke, like the smog-driven, sun-washed avenues of traffic, it was not going to happen. So we're back. They really did blow it, man. I mean, they had the last two games at home. Home field. And like we said earlier on the show before, home field advantage didn't really exist in this, uh, in this series because both teams won away. It sucked, but I mean, Blame gosh, the, the Astros, should, man, should have pulled them out. It felt like Game Seven, both uh, bullpens were just shot, and wh- whoever oh, yeah. whoever was going to catch one of those pitchers that was just really worn out, and they could score a couple runs, they they, they were going to do it. You know, yep. I was I was happy to see in Game Six, Ooh. Utley uh, had one of the scored runs. He scored. Uh, yeah, you know, right. They only scored like three runs, and he, he scored one of them. I like when the old guys uh, score. Like Beltran scored. Uh, yeah. Was it the guy Verlander? Verlander, yeah. Yeah. I like when the, you know these old guys that have been around for like twenty years. They, you're like they're still doing their thing. It's kind of like Tom Brady. You know, he's like the only quarterback now for New England. Literally the only quarterback they have. Yeah. It's like a forty that? a forty year old guy. I, I hate Tom Brady. I hate the Patriots, but I do like. Because it's such an ageism thing in the league with, you know, you're old if you're 38. Because, you know, your body breaks down. Yeah. But it's kind of cool to see these old guys. Uh, that's why I loved um, uh, Jamie uh, Moyer for, when he played for the Phillies. The yes. guy was like 40-something and, you know, on base with like 22-year-old guys like still yeah. playing around. I remember, I, I mean, at the time I thought it was so cool when Roger Clemens went to the, uh, oh, yeah. the Blue Jays. After kind of being out for a little while and injured a lot, and then all of a sudden he was pitching better than ever. But then, you know, he was tearing it up. It works and it steroids. doesn't work. It, it works if you can tear it up with some roids, make it happen. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't work if you're like uh, like Brett Farr when he was like in the Vikings, and you're like, ah, he's just trying to right. trying to stay in the league. And I get it. You know, you got to play as long as you can because once it's gone, it's gone. I get it. Like the I get first it. season, he was uh, amazing on the Vikings. And then I remember the second season. Right. I remember they had to, like, drive down to Mississippi or wherever he's from and, like, convince him. They had to, like, throw him in the back of a truck and, like, drive back to Minnesota. And uh, I remember in the first game, he got also. sacked, like, four plays in a row. It was like, oh, yeah. God, it was he's like dead. Yeah, it was like Axl Rose before like concerts now he, he, they have yeah. to have somebody that comes into his hotel room and be like 
it's very important you go on stage tonight because he's all like fucked up from drugs. So he just wants to like sit in a room all day cold. Like you need to come out. It's very important that you do the show tonight. And then once he's out, he's like on fire. <laughs> Cutting edge radio here. Scooby. At the underscore podcast. Well, we have Bob Coons coming Coons back here. on the show. And uh, we're going to patch him through. Bob is our civil war and political commenter. And he's going to be. Uh, today, and it's going to be great. And uh, right. Bob's Bob's wearing a blue background today. He has a white ensemble on. His face is barely. Oh no, wait, that's just a Skype profile default. Bob, can you hear us, sir? Yes, I can. You know, Welcome I was wearing the, the same shirt uh, earlier tonight, Bob. Exact same shirt. <laughs> now I'm wearing the one you gave me, the vet. Oh yes, yes. What's it there it is. Pride pretzels in prison. <laughs> mm, sounds like up. a. Sounds like a league. So, uh, of course, the big news, Bob, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. You're one of our favorite yeah, guests. Thanks for having me on. One of our favorite people. The big topic we're talking about tonight, of course, what the world is talking about is NASCAR. And we're going to make this a three-hour show just about the heavy hitters, like Lowe's driver, Jimmy Johnson. We're going to be talking God. about uh, All right. Lowe's driver. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be spilling over. Um Here's my thoughts on NASCAR. I never got into the sport, nothing against it. I just never was in that walk of life to be like, I, no, none of my parents watched that. You know, I probably enjoy it. I like indie, I like indie racing. I just never got into NASCAR. But the advertisements in the car for sponsors and money, I, I'd like to do that like to myself. Like I, I wouldn't mind getting like the, the, uh, you know, the paint can logo on my arm, like a tattoo or even, um, you know, Coca-Cola on the butt. If You're you an IndyCar fan? Is that what you said? Uh, no, on NASCAR. You know how they have the advertisements on the stock cars? I yeah. want to do that to my body. Like, I just want to open it up for advertisers. Yeah. Show your support. Right, yeah. But, you know, but, but, the, but they're not, like, great advertisers. They're like, John's Chicken Shack up the street is giving you 20 bucks to tattoo your back. I'm like, I'm available, too. Let's get that money in. There's, you know. I swear no, thanks, we, we, we sent you know. three or four different like show schedule outlines back and forth but within the last two hours to each other. None yeah. of them had any mention of NASCAR. This is no, so had, out of left. It's an executive decision just yeah, to, right. to crowbar that in because I, I was thinking for the show, John, John, Bob likes NASCAR. John's sure, father does that. not. And I feel like... I want to know the origins behind. Are you a big fan of NASCAR, or is it just kind of a an online joke? Bob might be a bigger fan of NASCAR than anything, but football That's maybe. What's what is it? Yes. What's biggest? E- football Eagles, one? football, football, right. and then uh, NASCAR definitely easily. Nice. It's it's the greatest thing you can go watch in person. It's unbelievable. Blows everything else out of the water. Pretty pretty intense. It's always it's just action nonstop. Uh, yeah, it could be action nonstop, but then the, the, the cars, uh, there could be some lulls in the racing, but then you get to watch all the people at the race, which is even more fun sometimes. Is it like people of Walmart times a million? Well, I'd rather watch yeah, the Brooklyn yeah. Nets play a bunch of hobos. Yeah, it's, it, the, <laughs> and these are some of the best, in terms of fans, it's some of the best fans you'll ever meet. Uh, nicest people. I've never seen an incident at a NASCAR race where two fans are getting into it, like seriously and getting into oh, a so it's in a good way. Yeah. yeah, that is oh, the one difference between that and football fans. They uh, they're not violent. They're very right. very zoned in on the race. 
They all like have their be- headsets and they can listen to the drivers and the different C, you know, radios, walkie-talkies. Yeah. You can listen to the drivers, Ten, the, chiefs, the spotter, tell them the, the driver where gotcha. to go on the track, what to do, where the other cars are around them. You can make Days of Thunder references. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, and Ricky Bobby references, and like it's it's fine, socially acceptable. Everybody slaps their knee and has a hearty laugh. <laughs> and they get some, they put some all in the car, some all. There um, are a lot. You know what? I will say this. This is a NASCAR's fan, a NASCAR fan's greatest quality. They are are endless with sympathy laughs. You know, like if you tell a bad joke or a, a joke that's not really that good, they all will laugh for ah. you. Like, you know, they're that like friendly. Yeah. And they yeah. say, I want to bless your heart, which yeah. basically means uh, you dumbass. You're, you're a dumbass. Bless my heart. <laughs> like all those, all those fine, tucked in, lemonade sipping southern gentlemen of the Civil War dressing in the, the fatigues. Wearing the the nice pomp and circumstance, most of them died of diarrhea and uh, from some bad lemonades. Mama's I do too. believe I'm gonna shit myself to death up here. <laughs> Over here, uh, 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 Georgine, Georgina, I have found the the, the the seven herbs and spices on this this Kentucky Fried Chicken, but I can't eat it because the diarrhea. Is going to kill me. I told you it'll be the death of me. It was real uh, funny. Uh, the uh, guy that has the uh, Confederate uh, flag hanging in his cube in the, in our uh, Florence offices, he oh came God. dressed as Colonel Sanders for Halloween. <laughs> He's got the 11 herbs and spices. I got all the he fried chicken for the payroll flag? department. He, wait, he has a Confederate flag? He Are you did. allowed to do that? He did have it, and recently they asked him to put it down. Yeah, so The one fired. that he has is... It's not the one with the 13 stars. It's, it's, it's got the 13 stars, but it's different. It's not just red and white stripes. It's, I don't know why. It's some other, you know, rebel cell of the Confederacy. I thought it was a, I thought no it was a Christian-based company. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, of course. They are. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what is that flag you have in there? Oh, it's a swastika. But it's okay because I've been to Germany. No, no, it's not okay at any means. Defensive. I'm a real history buff. Now right. we have some we have some juicy topics to get into. The Civil War, of course, Bob. You recently, after the last show where we talked at length about uh, Antietam, you went to Antietam and uh, Manassinger. You you went to Antietam like a week later or something. Is that true? No, I wasn't there. But after the oh, show, yeah. it kind of I, I looked through some of my old pictures when I went there about Spurs ten years before. That makes sense because but, after the yeah. show, like two days later, you're posting these Antietam pictures. Yeah. And I figured you would like mention, oh, I'm going there in two days. But then I thought, he's such a Civil War guy. He just like got in his truck and he's there. Like, That's what I thought. I was like, Bob just did like a short one day trip to to go look at this war site in Maryland. Yeah, I wish it could be like that. Life, life <laughs> would not allow. She no. would not allow. Is the uh, the visitor center there pretty cool? I know you posted some some like diagrams they had of the uh, and maps. It looked pretty sweet. Yeah, when I was there, I don't really remember being much of a visitor center, but it really, you get a, uh, the, just the battlefield itself, it's, you can do the battlefield really in half a day, uh, whereas Gettysburg, you can spend a whole weekend there because it's so big. The battlefield in Antietam is so small, and you realize, oh my gosh, 24,000 men died here in the span of just a single day. You know, it's just, it's so tiny. 
you don't you don't expect it to be uh, it's not a, your typical sprawling Civil War battlefield. And that's amazing. What a bloodbath, and also the fact that it's that small. Oh, you yeah. know, it's a finite area, and that 24,000 people died there. It adds like a whole extra level of weight to it of, of how uh, scary that is, too. Yeah. How bloody. Probably haunted, too, right? Isn't like Gettysburg and Antietam like two of the most haunted places? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. A lot of people met their maker there in uh, oh, my a pretty, gosh. pretty terrible way. And then a lot of people also met. Met the maker and the old moon and stars starboard and outhouse outside that southern gentleman wearing his pomp and circumstance. Bob, what do you know about these, uh, these glow-in-the-dark wounds? Ooh. Glow-in-the-dark wounds. Cryptic. I, I don't... You're going to have to uh, enlighten me a bit, John. Well, I, uh, I... That was the whole game. I was just going to throw... <laughs> I, I looked up nine obscure Civil War facts. And okay. They would, you know, give the headline. One of them was glow-in-the-dark wounds. <laughs> and then it would explain them. I guess there was some sort of chemical that, you know, was left in their healing wound. And it would glow. I haven't really heard of that, uh, uh, the glow-in-the-dark wounds. But I did hear it, mm-hmm. something interesting about when, you know, the, you could hear these battles from 50 or 60 miles away. Because of the artillery involved and just the Damn. noise of it all. Six and founders. even Lincoln heard the Battle of Gettysburg in Washington. And I think as a crow flies, it's like something like 86 miles away. Is that true? That's unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Hear, he, he had the windows flies. of the way. So he, could, he, he knew there was an engagement that was going on over there. He obviously didn't know the outcome at that time, but he could hear the battle from 86 miles away. Oh but there are some instances where soldiers and you know the, the, the commanding generals are looking down on a battlefield or looking how to you know command their troops and – they're a mere, you know, three or four hundred yards away, and you'd see the artillery go off and the, the gunfire and everything, and they wouldn't hear a thing. Oh my gosh! Because of the smoke and the way the sound would travel, depending on the oh. landscape, battlefield, the acoustics of it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, just well, a weird... big forest blocking all the sound. Speaking of eighteen pounders, we have uh, an eighteen pound man coming in here. He's going to die. No, oh. uh, we John and I spent. The last four weeks, putting together a special U.S. Civil War trivia quiz for you, Bob. No, oh. we didn't. We spent hours. I, mostly, we John, spent I hours discussing to... how we're never doing trivia again. It was John like trivia. I got calls at like three in the morning. He's like, "Hey, did Ulysses S. Grant? What does S stand for?" And I was like, "I don't know." It's like three in the morning. John was just on fire. Our um, show has failed if we do trivia. Trivia? No, we're, but we're this dead. is a, this is one for the ages. This is one. This is one for the Southern Gentleman. Uh, there's a trivia quiz here. Southern and Gentleman. I think uh, I'm kind of betting on Bob to get a thousand percent correct on this because of Ooh. your vast and extensive knowledge of, of the subject matter. Well, he didn't even know about glow in the dark wounds. We'll see. I, I, feel, I feel like that's a fictitious fabrication. Did, did not. Oh, I'm, I'm doing my research right now. John's researching up. He's going to keep us honest. Bob, are you feeling loose? Not too loose, but loose. Not really, but try me. Let's go. All right, Bob. This is the Podcastle's official U.S. Civil War trivia with Mr. Bob. I never say your last name because I don't know if I'm allowed to. Uh, Number one is what percentage of the population of the United States died in the Civil War? Was it 36%, 5%, 2% 
14%. I want to go with 2% at that time. All right. And wow. the correct answer is 2%, young sir, amounting to more than 620,000 casualties. That's the toughest one of the quiz, too. So it's all and they've actually up. since then they actually six hundred twenty thousand was probably low. They don't have a good definitive number on it, obviously, but yeah. they think it was it was somewhere north of eight hundred thousand. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's crazy. Alabacious. goodness gracious, alabacious. Goodness. Um, how many people fought in the Civil War? Oh, Gentry Arnold. Oh, do you know? We all know how many died. That's not part of the quiz, Bob. suited up and went yeah, out there no, with a sword and lance. It's definitely in the, it's de- it's north of two million. Two point seven five million. Yeah, there you go. Holy monkey lips! For that, for the amount of people we had in the country at that time, that's that's a right. quite a good portion. That's a quite a good proportion of of states. Number yeah. two, question two. In the man. Civil War podcastle quiz extraordinaire, spectacular. <laughs> Extravaganza. Boom, boom, what boom, civil boom. war battle caused the most casualties? Was it Antietam? Was it Chickamauga? Oh, I like that one. Was it? I know, me too. I knew my kid that. Hey, Chickamauga, Chick! Gettysburg? Or was it Shiloh? I'll read him again. Was it Antietam? Chickamauga? Gettysburg? Or Shiloh? I have to go with Gettysburg on that one. All right. The correct answer is Gettysburg. I sir. even I knew that one. Twelve <laughs> casualties. Uh, twenty-three thousand forty-nine Union and twenty-eight thousand sixty-three Confederates were uh, were killed at the Battle of Gettysburg. A victory oh, for the Union forces. Yeah, barely. Barely. What was the name? Question number three. What well, what was the yeah, name like, of Robert E. Lee's horse that he used throughout most of the Civil War? Hmm. Was I it? Tell, I can tell you, Traveler. And the oh. answer is Shiloh. No, it's Traveler. Congratulations. <laughs> the answer. Sorry. Like, the answer is Sea Biscuit. Sorry. <laughs> the answer is. It's pretty smart. Coming up, canceled show. Smarty Jones. <laughs> Smarty, remember Smarty Jones? Yeah. Traveler. Children. All right, great. Dude, you're remarkable. Uh, Traveler. Truly incredible. I think there's a vodka named The Traveler. Yeah, Maybe a, you want to travel? An IPA. Road, road tonic. What was remarkable? <laughs> road tonic. Oh, jeez. Jets leave the Bills 17-7. Crowbar. John, I think you should start crowbarring in the scores, but it's like local scores that nobody knows. Like, the Boynton Beach High School Saint Patriots Thomas are Aquinas, now right. St. Thomas Aquinas Knights, two to one in basketball, third quarter. Oh yeah, it's a little. St. Thomas but, Aquinas swim team down Fort Lauderdale High today. Swim team. Question right. number four, Mr. Bob, what right. was remarkable about the naval battle between the Monitor and the Merrimack? First battle of two ironclads. Oh, what the hell oh, does the that love even of mean? Scots. That's correct. The first battle of two ironclads. You don't even need to okay question. Okay. By all means, that makes it more impressive for the listener. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? That actually is very impressive. They were the first. They were the first iron uh, ironclad ships. Actually, the Merrimack was an old it's Southern transport. All dressed in black. On the Confederate side, it was a transport ship that they just 
they just bolted steel plates on the side of it. And the North realized, well, we <laughs> we can't have this thing running roughshod through our blockades. So after it sunk a bunch of Northern ships, so they, they had a guy build the monitor, which was a small, uh, a very small iron ship. Didn't even look like by even today's standards, it would float with like a little uh, circular, almost like a cheese, a giant cheese wedge stuck on the top of it, which was a full 360 degree uh, turret with a cannon on it. Only had one cannon. That's well, amazing. Had cannon on either side of it and had to turn itself and they actually the battle was so intense it got uh, they they bumped into each other a bunch of times and you know the cannibals was bouncing off the side of course you had the guys in this thing that are just it the smoke and everything from the firing and they eventually it was a it was a draw they didn't even That's know incredible. what they were doing they were just probably like up turn up row and the sea is yeah. moving you so, know like you can't control the ocean yeah, like and, and yeah right you can't you can't do anything they're basically retrofitting like It'd be like taking a pickup truck and putting like, you know, uh, a Gatlin gun in the back. I mean, like, it's our tank. We just reinforced it with steel, like in Walking Dead. Yeah. It's yeah. Everybody else is still shooting, you know, uh, muzzle loading rifles. You know? It's amazing. Which reminds me after this, we need to bring up the submarine because I know you know your, your shit on that, the, the submarine in the Civil War. And it's actually yeah, that, very scary. Submarine. The Hunley. Yeah. The, the, the scene yeah. that they were. It's amazing. What was the first? Okay. Number five. Even I know this one. What was the first state to secede from the Union? Well, that would be a, a South Carolina. South Carolina, where they first left the Union, and it's still okay to, to wave your Confederate flags in your office cubicle while you're doing God's work. Mint, mint juleps and condescension. Ooh. And if the South had succeeded, they could get a cool license plate like Delaware, the uh, the first Confederate state instead yes, of the first state. That'd be great, the first Confederate state. <laughs> Yeehaw. Here's a uh, just, just, just. Um, that was number five. We got five more here. You're oh. so far. You're fifty percent uh, done, and you're hundred percent correct. Number six was, of course. How long? How long did it take Abraham Lincoln to deliver his famous Gettysburg address? Hmm. Was it forty-two minutes? Twelve minutes? Two hours? Or two minutes? Two minutes. Wow. Oh, I would have said two hours. I had no idea it was that short. No, the guy ahead of him actually, uh, I forget his name, but he had like a two and a half hour, three hour speech before Lincoln went on. Ooh. And Le there's, what an there's, asshole. No, there's yeah. no pictures of him. It was like some famous orator. I forget his name off the top of my head. Way to open for me, buddy. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> Way to warm him well, up. So I think it was only like something like the Gettysburg Address, only like something like 238 words long or something oh, like that. Oh, that's it. Wow. And the, 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 there were lots of cam people there with their cameras, uh, well, a few camera photographers there, but they don't, there's no pictures of Lincoln actually get, giving the address. There's a picture of a long yeah, shot yes. of the crowd where you can see Lincoln riding in. Yeah, and there's another one where you can see the top of Lincoln's head with his hat off. His hat. By the time they took the shutters off their cameras and he was up there speaking and he, he already sat down when they were getting ready to Wham, take the picture. Bam. That's amazing. You know your wow. history. You know your history very good. That's insane. And he that was is, really that sick is crazy. at the time too. Right. Very I remember. Sick. I think he told told me that he was sick. So he yeah, kind of just I don't, I don't like, speculate hey, what he was yeah, yeah. suffering from. I think it he might have been small or something, but he was he was really ill on the train ride over. Yeah, I do remember reading that. Mm -hmm. Gettysburg Museum is cool too. The Gettysburg Wax yeah. Museum, if you're up there, it's yeah. cool. It is yeah. really neat. I'm yeah. due to, I'm due to make another trip there. Maybe you, you and I can sneak out one night and go to Gettysburg. Yeah, let's do we'll it. Pick up, we'll pick up John on the way, and we'll, we'll get some beers. And yeah. I would love to get yeah. drunk and go to one of the places, too. Not in a disrespectful way, but in a in a 
I can appreciate this and I'm not on a school trip or with my family. I can just enjoy this for what it is. And those battlefields, you can it drive is. through them at night. You can drive through them at night. They don't, they don't like, they're not blocked off or anything. Oh. It's amazing. So, I mean, you're probably going to run into a park ranger eventually. But or a ghost. ghost. Yeah, or a ghost. A cat. <laughs> Number seven. What, what union general said, may God have mercy on General Lee, for I will have none. What was it? George Meade? John Joseph Abercrombie? And Fitch. Uh, yeah, precisely, precisely. Ulysses S. Grant or Joseph Hooker? I'll read, read it again. What yeah, union I, general? I, yeah, I, tough I, I want to say I want to say Grant, but I honestly don't know for sure. Uh, it doesn't. It sounds more like a Hooker statement because he was a little bit more uh, blatant. It's but I'll go with Grant on that one. And the answer is Hooker, sir. Ah, yeah. Whoa. Hooker was tough. Hooker was a big drinker. Lincoln was, was actually it? quite concerned about that. Really? Uh, oh, so he was kind of had beer muscles. Like I've had no muscle. I've had no muscle. Look at that, because I'm gonna fuck him up. That sounds like a guy that just got his ass kicked in a bar and is outside telling that to one of the bouncers. And that's yes. essentially probably how that came about after he got his ass kicked. And then uh, he was replaced by Lincoln four days before the Battle of Gettysburg. Oh, my by, gosh. Because uh, of the drinking? He was worried about it? Uh, he just w- really wouldn't listen to Lincoln and and wouldn't take Lincoln's uh, commands. The boss. So the Lincoln like sent him this, this letter and Hooker said, all right, I'll submit my uh, – I'll submit my, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Resignation. Resignation. Yeah, they did that a lot back then. And, you know, he thought Lincoln would be like, no, no, you're too important to the army. And Lincoln's like, no, I'll take it. Here, me's in charge now. Well, uh, need, need, need the seed. Yeah. That's uh, you got. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Number, th- uh, number eight, three more to go. What first appeared on a U.S. coin during the Civil War? Was it Abraham Lincoln? Eye of Providence, in God we trust, or e pluribus unum. E pluribus unum. Well, Bob, correct answer is in God we trust. Really? Which I thought e pluribus unum too. I thought in God we trust was the 20s. Yeah, I thought, actually, I thought that was like the 50s or something. Maybe that was on uh, uh, the petty, the greenbacks. I think so. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. I thought it meant what lies in yeah. the shadow of the statue. Doesn't matter. You still know better than most what lies in the statue. <laughs> uh, two mice fell in a bucket full of cream. The first <laughs> mouse quickly drowned. The second one turned that cream into butter. And that was on the coin. It was, the coin was huge. Number nine. Massive. Uh, what Union spy worked as a servant in the Confederate White House? What mm. Union spy worked Ooh, as a house. servant the Confederate White House. I don't know this one. Speaking of Lincoln, a, uh, a 233-year-old woman has now come out accusing him of uh, sexual molestation. Oh, but, but in his defense, he's going to check himself into rehab and take things one day at a time and be more responsible with his life. Yeah, That's good. He, he issued an apology already. I have a sketch They're on gonna that. They're going to take him off the penny. <laughs> They're going to take him off the penny. Lincoln's not the five, yeah. Not the five. That's Lincoln is no longer airing on HBO. Right. Yeah. Right. They're going to cancel the penny anyway, so. Right. 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 Not a big deal. No loss. No. It was he. Yeah, he's slating it to that. Uh, so, what Union spy workers worked as a servant at the Confederate White House was it Rose O'Neill Greenhow, Aaron Van Camp. Never heard of any of these people. Elizabeth Van Lu, 
Mary Bowser. What was the question again? Spy in the Confederate White House. Oh. Right. I do not know. Um, yeah, I never even heard. I, I never even heard of that story. Where was the Confederate White House? They 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 slapped one up real quick and had one. No, it wasn't like the White House. Hurry but it up was and where make one. Jefferson Davis, uh, <laughs> what ran the country? Speaking ran the Confederacy. Jefferson Davis. Were there two of them? Was there a Jeff Davis on the other side? Jeff Davis is a guy that runs the swim team up the street and is thinking about leaving his wife. Uh, Yes. The, uh, the Jefferson yes. Davis uh, was the president of the con- Confederacy from 1861 to 1865. Mm. Fled after the war was over, and they caught him, uh, I believe it was in Mississippi, and brought him to Macon, Georgia, and held him there for a while. Macon, uh, Georgia? Before Ooh, they imprisoned him for quite a while. Down, uh, I think actually he stayed, he was in the Florida Keys for a little while in that prison down there. Prison? Uh, no, you didn't want to be down there at this What kind of prison was it? Uh, in the middle of the water, uh, mm, you know, like the rock, kind of like that. Yeah, it still it still stands. That's where they took the doctor that set Booth's leg after the assassination, Samuel Mudd. They put him there too. I could, I don't wow. know. Call Davis may have gone down there. He he may have been transferred down there for a little while, or they may have held him somewhere else. I don't know. But Kennedy has a bunker down there in Key West. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you know, get into that. God, do you think Lincoln kind of? Uh, n- he did what Trump is doing now, but in a good way. He kind of put like on a like a, more of a person, pers- like a character when he was in public and, and around important people. But then like behind closed doors, he was kind of like, <laughs> oh, so fucking morons. I'm surrounded by morons. Morons. I don't, well, I, I, I don't think so. He, he was... He was an old country, but he was a country bumpkin by even those days' standards. And he, he was pretty much the same in public and in person as he was when okay. he sat down at home. And I think when he sat down at home at the White House and his – Or his heart was asleep. He loved his kids and uh, you know he'd always let them play. They'd burst into cabinet meetings and disrupt everything. And Edwin Stanton, the secretary of war, hated uh, it. And, and when it – you know all these guys, his cabinet – they were jockeying for Lincoln's position or other positions in the in the cabinet, and they thought Lincoln was a big dumb, basically a big dumb ape, is what uh, oh, uh, Stanton called him that. But then they they came to really respect him uh, towards the end, and you know as it went on, especially William Seward, Secretary of State, all those guys. And they so, saw, yeah, exactly. And they they depict that in the movie Lincoln too. Right. They talk yeah. about how there's a lot of people. Yeah, they do. Well, that that movie's based somewhat off of uh, Team of Rivals by Doris Kearns Goodwin. They I think oh. the the director. Looked, uh, took a lot of that out of it. Spielberg. Let me know when your I, class opens up, sir, because I'm the first enrollment in the school of right. love. I stumbled you, you had a upon class, Lincoln I would the other scholarship night. There. Yeah, oh, it's so good. My, the best line in Lincoln. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I, got, I, I just stumbled upon that scene where Ooh. they're in the room and a whole bunch of people, it's like a small room, and it's his. he's sitting at the head of the table, and <laughs> it's like candlelight, but there's a bunch of important people kind of bickering with each other. And just finally, he just like slams his hand, and he's like, "They're people, basically." Right. He's like, Hits him down. Cloaked in immense power. Yes. The best, the, the best line in that movie is when he's talking to uh, I, I forget who it was. I think it was the Secretary of Defense Tom. or State. Stanton. It's either uh, Stanton, Secretary of War, or uh, uh, I just said his name. Uh, the Secretary of State. I think it was Secretary of War, and he goes, uh, yeah. they're talking about the war, you know, things happening, and Lincoln goes, 
well, time certainly is a, a thickener of things. And he goes, yes, Mr. President, that's uh-huh. true. Actually, Mr. President, I have no idea what that means. You know, he was just kind of like, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Lincoln That's was kind what of I mean. Like, did he, yeah. did he throw out one-liners like that? Like, that he knew people would be like, hmm, I don't get it, so I'll just shut up now. Right. <laughs> they would, his cabinet would get frustrated with him because he, they'd be sitting there talking about, like, Stanton in that situation, you know, talking about the, you know, the movements of the armies. So we're going to do this, this, and this. We're going to surround Wilmington and then, you know, lay siege the city. We're going to start shelling them in 12 hours if they don't give in. And we're going to keep shelling them at, you know, this rate for every hour until they finally give up. And Lincoln would be sitting there just kind of sitting back, taking it and maybe half paying attention and would give this, this, weird country story that he re- can relate from his life but it relates perfectly like- to this it would relate perfectly to that situation and like some of them didn't get it like they're looking at him like <laughs> mouth like Marlon game. Brando it's like Are one you- day I was out in the fields and I was suddenly <laughs> surrounded by killer quails Neighbor, I noticed your 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 weeds are a little high. Are you gonna cut your grass? Yeah I used to have a guy for that dick Oh, have a good day, sir. Have a good day. They, these like simplistic country stories, but they would relate perfectly, and and would actually it would show that he's putting all this because he thought obviously he thought about the war the whole time, but he's already put this tremendous thought into whatever topic was being discussed, and he's already got it figured out basically. Right, he's, he's got already got an analogy lined up. Exactly. He's got it going on. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, Parallels, one more question. Bitch. One more question of the quiz. There's right. actually, there's there's actually two on this one. <laughs> fifty more, but we're only gonna do ten tonight. We're gonna do another one for the next show. Um this is the final one. You're already doing better than 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 the ninetieth, ninety-two percentile of Americans oh. at life and in this quiz. Number right. ten is uh final question of the podcast Civil War Trivia. Tweeters. What Native American tribe Snapping. was allied with the Confederacy <laughs> during the Civil War? <laughs> was it the the Choctaw, Cherokee, the Creek, or the Crick, if you're from south of the Mason-Dixon, or all of these? The Choctaw, Cherokee, Creek, or all of the above? Once again, I do not know off the top of my head, but I would have to say with the way Indian removal had gotten up to that point, with the little I know about that, uh, I would have to say all of them to a certain extent. And that's absolutely correct, sir. They were all aligned with them. Yeah. Those racist son of a bitch. They did not like the Union. The Union, uh, the the American Union. uh, They did not like them. Running them off of their lands, essentially. America uh, doing that. And I'm sure the South had some sort of an agreement with them. that if you know they were to win the war, things would be a bit different. Although I'm sure that wouldn't be the case in the long run. Right, but they believe that. Yeah. Bob, you mentioned on the uh, the last time you were here that that you know the South had one name for a battle and the North had another. And they named them for different things. Mm-hmm. Do this? Did the South refer to the Gettysburg Address as the Gettysburg Address? As far as I know, yeah, that's how. I don't think it was. I don't think it was coined the Gettysburg Address Until, right after it happened. I think it was more Lincoln's speech to uh, commemorate the new cemetery at Gettysburg. That's what it was based around. I'm not. I don't know when. I, I think the newspaper probably yes. just some you know somebody coined it or, or it happened maybe years or it happened years after somebody was able to coin it. That because Lincoln was one of the most the worst speeches he ever gave because everybody just after he gave it was just standing there looking at him. 
They couldn't believe it was done. They didn't know if he was done or not. Because the first jackass was up there for like three hours, and then Lincoln yeah. comes up, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, finally two minutes. Yeah. He's in a, How does that start, Gettysburg Address? Four score and seven years ago. Oh, okay. Fourth on this. It's when you really break it down, like the most beautifully written and meaningful speeches that was ever, ever given. Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's so good, them. The, the, the quote they use in the movie Saving Private Ryan about the bereavement of a mother who uh, lost three, five, you know, five four or five in one day is just truly uh, – I mean that's why he is he – really him and FDR are really like the two greatest presidents of all time. Yeah, to and, and James Buchanan. on the altar of freedom. It's truly amazing, and it's, yeah. it's yeah, tough. Lincoln was, Lincoln was incredible with uh, – you know, he's a self-taught man, and he just read books. He devoured books uh, when, he, when he could growing up. And, it's amazing, and yeah, yeah, he he was incredible. The perfect guy at the perfect time for what was happening. We we were very lucky. Oh, and oh, then he 100%. died, and 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 but oh, he, he'd be so he, disappointed. In God. terms of his legacy, he he was killed at the perfect time for his legacy. That's of horrible course. to say. He's no, being a family. that's true. That's but, so true. But you know, true. he didn't have to go through Reconstruction, which which would have been another political mess because and, he had. You had radicals and moderates in the Republican Party at the time who wanted one of the South to be punished and everybody be locked up. You know, Johnson got impeached. Yeah, he Johnson, then, you know, wasn't enforcing the uh, the Reconstruction laws correctly, so they impeached him. Uh, yeah. Oh, and amazing, then, Bob. Became president. I think whenever your wife or whoever asks you, like tedious things around the house like hey can you fix the coffee just respond with lincoln quotes that don't, don't but that don't apply so if your wife's like hey the garbage disposal is broken you fix it be like uh, we are engaged testing whether that any nation or any nation so conceived and dedicated c- can long endure and it's like uh but <laughs> all right i'll just do it myself then you can go watch some nascar get a cheesesteak and relax yeah that would that would last probably about uh, uh john's certainly met and spent a lot of time with my wife uh, that would last probably a, a solid day before there solid. would be. A there would, would be. I'd be on the end, the the wrong end of that murder. It would. It wouldn't last long. I'd be a greased spot against the wall. A be solid, solid day at best. Nothing <laughs> left of me. Nothing left of me. Let me ask yes. you this. Uh, speaking of this uh, Gettysburg Address, Pretty. government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from <clears throat> the earth. What does that mean? Basically, that the union needs to this union that was established four score and seven years ago, uh, eighty-seven years ago, needs to be preserved and will will be preserved. We because we're fighting this war. He's you know we are now engaged in a great civil war. We're fighting this war. This union, this this country we've put together, this democracy, this great federal society. A strong government will not go away. We are not going to lose this war. We are not going to be uh, taken over or beaten by a rebellious uh, portion of the country. And we're gonna hold, all going to hold it together, essentially. Wow. I mean, wow. Yeah, wow. truly. Beautifully oh, said, too. Oh. And when you look at the, um, the Civil War, uh, you know, that p- moment of history, it really was just 87 years ago since the uh, – Revolution. revolution, and then you have um, a country dividing itself. And if they, I mean, the North had the industrial power and everything, but if they were to lose, it would have changed everything that was basically fought for up until that point. And uh, yeah. I think that's why I think it's the most important war of American history. 
I mean, there's arguments for everything, obviously, and no war is really civil, but you can really yeah. argue that's the most important one for that reason. Yeah, and you had the compromises that started when you know they were writing the Constitution. They realized uh, this this whole slavery thing we got going on is going to be right. an issue there. So they kept yeah. kicking the can down the road. And John Adams thought the Civil War uh, was going to break out when he was president, or a version right. of it. Exactly. Andrew they, Jackson almost they had they it under him, and they so, kept kicking the can down the road. They like they were aware so that what they were doing was eventually going to like have to stop or backfire, or it, it just they knew it was wrong. Yeah, it, it was a constitutional crisis. And as they kept admitting more states into the union and expanded the country, you had the pro-slavery states and the anti-slavery states. So how are you going to, as you enter these states and how are you going to keep that balance? How are you going to keep it going? So they, you know, the compromise of 1850 and all these other, you know, the three-fifths uh, compromise, things like that, where it just basically just, you know, you're putting, you have a gushing wound and you keep putting a Band-Aid on it, a Band-Aid on it. It's just enough to keep you alive. You're not going to bleed to death. And finally, when Lincoln got elected, that was it. Sounds like my weekend. <laughs> you need to go to the hospital. Nah, just just give me another beer. Yeah. I will deal with this infection tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, the uh, the Civil War and the Reconstruction period are very interesting it's like times, the too. Evolution. To the it's like the evolution of humanity. Like We, <clears throat> we like documented it over the the start of America. Like That was like humanity like kind of like I don't know, fighting to be better. It's like a, a huge example. Like, okay, this right. is something we've been doing for so long, and I think we're smart enough, we're intelligent now enough as beings to go, this is not right. This is, this is bad, what we're doing here. We should probably not do yeah. this. This is probably not kosher. We should They're just maybe like us. this. Right. <laughs> you think yeah. so. It's amazing. And it was a good problem. Now, Lincoln wanted to um, or proposed to send the freed slaves after the war to Haiti to live. Yeah, I, I think it was yeah. uh, a bunch of, you know, Haiti uh, back to Africa where, you know, <laughs> these, like that. a lot of these slaves, the slave trade had ended uh, in, I believe it was the 1820s or like 1818 or something like that. They they got they rid of the slave trade. doing it, right. So, so these slaves were... Uh, African-Americans who most of them were born in the United States, they, they had no home back in Africa or no ties or part they came from. So that was one thing he was kicking around. I, I doubt that would have happened. The, the, I, I agree with you. I don't think more it's radical possible. Yeah. I think that was just something that was like thrown out there. Maybe as a political move or yeah. something, but I don't kind think that. Can ever... Yeah. Think about it. Right, like he exactly. had to get like everyone to agree on paper first Okay, yeah. then now how are we going to – what are we going to do next? That do was this. like probably centuries down the road in his mind. He's like, I just got everyone to agree. We'll stop. Right. We'll yeah. stop whipping. I just tried everyone to just chill out for a second. We'll yeah. worry about the, all the crazy stuff later. Let's just no like more, fix this No first. more owning of humans, okay? Yeah. It's like when you fix somebody's car or something like, well, what am I going to do with this when this goes out? It's like, no, I just, I just like helped you out. Let's – be thankful for today. Live today. Let's deal with that tomorrow. You know, people that worry about everything at once. It's like, we just oh, yeah. solved a national crisis. Chill out. Smoke a dude. Relax. Touch your mouth. Go to Burger Fight or a When your slave tries to escape tomorrow, let him go. Let him go. Can't shoot. Now, the 
one more question about the Civil War. The Emancipation Proclamation, 1863, Lincoln frees the slaves. Mm-hmm. So that applied to, to states that held slaves. Yes. But if you're a southern state, they're not going to honor that because they've broken off from the Union. Yeah, so, yeah. so what states did that actually apply to? Because I know the northern states abolished it. So was it like Virginia? Well, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, by that time, slavery hadn't been officially abolished. That, that constitutional amendment was brought about uh, later on. Um, God, and, isn't it crazy? It's like, and uh, not so fast. It's amazing. Well, the Emancipation Proclamation. It it just it was more of a uh, it was an empowering tool. I think more so, and it was a it was like a a, symbolic. It was more symbolic than it actually was uh, functional at that time. Got it. It's basically, it, and it's it's empowering, you know, the uh, slaves, obviously the, the the enslaved people of the South, who, you know, can see this going on, and the the, the Union finally has uh, a, a what seemingly looks like a leg up in the war now after Antietam and you know after that draw. That's the only reason why Lincoln Lincoln had the Emancipation Proclamation written long before he actually delivered it. Oh, really? Imagine like yeah. the slaves, they and get word that Lincoln writes it and wow. they all just start leaving the, the ranch and the owner's like, where the hell do you think you're going? Did you? No, get back Lincoln, here. Lincoln read the Minnesota Nation. Nation. Oh, yeah, a lot of them didn't even Lincoln know it. Lincoln, leave. Yeah. No, you can't. They, right, they wouldn't have word. And um, yeah, it's interesting to hear that because, you know, as a kid growing up and I, you know, I'd read about that, I'd think, well, how, how could that be enforced? Because... Obviously, the people holding slaves are the Confederates, and they're fighting us. And how does his the enemy's president hold the <laughs> word? But like, but it makes sense that it was symbolic in a sense, and, uh, yeah, and it worked like that. Yeah, and obviously, it did have an effect on on the North and a lot of the slaves escaping up to the North. Through that happened a lot throughout the war, and you know the Underground Railroad risked their Harriet Tubbs to bring them up, up to the sure. North and let them escape that horrible. Uh, the horrible way of life in the South. So, right. yeah. They were like but it was slaves. A symbolic thing. And it, it showed the power of the Union. You know, it was almost like Lincoln flexing his muscles a little bit. Flexing his muscles. Like and, slaves. And slaves and African Americans fought for the Confederates in a lot of numbers, which I never knew. Uh, I thought it was what? always just the 54th Regiment, you know, oh. Glory Union. But I, I read that. And there was a guy on an interview on TV not too long ago. Talk about his great grandfather fought for the civil. No, it was on CNN. He was he was one of the guys like a Confederate rally, and he was saying my grandfather fought in the Civil War for the Confederates, and the whole thing was weird. But apparently that was like a thing where black people fought for the Confederates. Like you're fighting to be enslaved. It was really well bizarre. They didn't have much of a choice in the matter. Some of them kind of forced on behalf of their owners, so their owners like, didn't have like the fight. Nazis forcing like Norwegians to fight when they're running low and shit like that. Just get up there and hold a gun, and we'll kill yeah, you. Okay. The Nazis making the the Polish people uh, fight. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Didn't you kill my parents like a year ago? Like you just barged into my house. You want me to fight on your no. team? No. He, he was making cookies, but just wants to come out and play with the gun. Just come on out. It's fine. Twins. Jets lead 24 to 7. Jets lead. Bills, I knew it. This was the game they choke and they blow all their chances of wild card playoff. We can um we can head to a break. <laughs> Bob, I wanna do you wanna add anything else tonight? I wanted to thank you so much for, for being on tonight. It's uh 
truly a, a, a great thing to have you on and, and go, go over this. I'd love to have, you know, like a weekly thing. It's it's always exciting. Yeah, man. No, be, should have your own show. Oh, have your own I love being on and love, love talking to you guys about it. And, uh, it's incredible. Enjoy it. Just, yeah, I mean, whatever, whenever you guys need me to come on or want me to come on, uh, I'm happy to. Well, uh, we're, co- we're, we're coming around to Veterans Day soon, and it might be a good yeah. time to open oh. up a war that I think is not talked about enough, and that is the Great War, otherwise known as World War One, uh, because it's very, very interesting oh, yeah. how that started and who got involved, and it was the first modern war, and there's just a whole show there. If you want to Soldier's Day. Just the tip there. Soldier's yeah. Day. Armistice. A little bit. Take a, take a little dip in that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I would actually like to, to – Learn probably you probably know more about than I do. I don't. I don't Not know at all. World War One. I, mean, I don't know anything more than you, sir, when it comes to war or history. I can promise you that. The basics. How? I think Bob knows more about things that like he shouldn't know. I think than I do. Bob was like, "You had a bagel this morning for breakfast." And I'm like, "No, I didn't." Oh yeah, I did actually. I feel like there's endless endless information. Right Bob's like, if you ever brain, get a sir. tour of the White House on the third step under the railing. There's, There's a, a microfilm. Yeah. Yes, this oh, yeah. microfish. Have, have you guys ever been on a White House tour? N- Never. No. no? Like none of you, the Love public it. ones? No. I haven't no, been to D.C. It. since I was like seven years old. It's very yeah. sad, I know. We got to go on one when I was I in high school. So bad. And I still remember it. It was actually a service agent took us through. It was oh. after hours, and it was the night Clinton was actually impeached. So we had oh. to wait for him to go up to wow. the residence. And they took us through the whole bottom two floors. We saw everywhere except the residence. Oh my and gosh! We were in That's the, amazing. We were in one of the basements, and they still they hadn't painted part of the they had white they had sandblasted or uh, uh, washed the paint off the White House a few years before, and they left this one part in the basement where you couldn't see unpainted, and it still had the scorch marks from the, when they burned it in eighteen forty. No shit! Oh yeah. no shit! Yeah, it's just wow. Stuff like, Dude, I would love that. I, I just, would love the to hair on my yeah. dick just stood up. The <laughs> hair on my just fell you have out. A office, you think that resolute desk that the president sits behind is like this massive? No, it's tiny. It's. I thought it was this massive thing where you could put like a map out of the world to no, scale. It's a beautiful desk. It's not it's a, a beautiful it's not historic a, desk. It's not you like know, it is in twenty-four. The HMS Resolute given to us, I think, by like Queen Victoria in the eighteen eighties or something. Oh my gosh, the things that you know, man, you need to write books. It's, it's useless. No, it's not. It's not. I'll tell you what's useless is Ariana Grande and all this bullshit. You need to write books. <laughs> anyway, man, it's yeah, yeah. It, it's the always a, always tree a pleasure has to many have you branches. Oh, Oh, can I ask you one more historical yeah, question? No, I'm fine for a while. The, so we'll go. I'll stay on. Yeah. I heard that Roosevelt. Franklin was pronounced Roosevelt, but Theodore was pronounced Roosevelt. Is that uh, true? Is that is that like a true thing that they? Or is it all interpretation? You can say whatever you want. I think it's more of interpretation. Maybe during Theodore's time in office, they pronounced it Roosevelt, and you know, in Franklin's time, it was Roosevelt. But in all, like the I, there was a good Ken Burns documentary on the Roosevelts that came out on PBS a few years ago. Ken Watched Burns, it. great, yeah, it was great, excellent, and he. he he pronounced it Roosevelt, so I did. I would I would probably defer to him to get yeah. it right. Speaking of Roosevelt, or Roosevelt, the uh, the greatest actor of our generation is going to be starring as Theodore in an upcoming film. Leonardo DiCaprio has signed on <coughs> uh, to play Theodore Roosevelt. Which, I can't uh, wait to I see. Uh, 
I want to see Woody's LBJ. It comes out Woody tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, yeah. On the flicks? Uh, no, I think it's in theaters. Oh, it's in theaters. I can't. I couldn't remember. He's in Yeah, Harrelson looks good. Looks good in that. It's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, Bob, thank you so much for for being on, man. It's it's truly a yeah. Thank you, you say something else. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's fine. Oh, oh. Thanks for being on, and uh, truly, it's always a pleasure. We salute you, and, and we can't wait to have you back soon. It's CrossFit. It's CrossFit. It's CrossFit. It's CrossFit. Do you see that old woman looking through the coupons and saving money on detergent? Yes. Find out her bank account. Start embezzling money. Wait ten years till her IRA kicks in, and then wait till Social Security dries out. And then start a fraud service and take that. But why would I do that? She might not even be alive by then. Because that's CrossFit. It's CrossFit. It's CrossFit. It's CrossFit. It's CrossFit. It's CrossFit. It's CrossFit. Oh, dude, I feel so bad for my friend's dad and their landscaping company. Really? Why? I would think that in, in Florida, landscaping is king. Yeah, I mean, they are, but, you know, nowadays when competition surpasses you in advertising, your numbers just fall apart. Mm-hmm. They, he, they need to get a website big time. They just don't know what to do. No, I, I totally get it. Same thing happened, almost happened to my cousin Megan in her nightclub until she started working and advertising these nightly drink specials she has on her website uh, with live web media. Who? She did it with live web media. Uh, they then helped Megan's friend Carly get her jewelry company off the ground. I mean, uh, the new website that these guys are putting together actually is changing their business like 180. I mean, they're just raking it in now. Could they help my friend and his family business? Yes. Just go to livewebmedia.com or have them call 949-885-0132. That's livewebmedia.com, 949-885-0132. Twenty years. They do sites for Love, G- Love Gypsy Clothing Line, Sweat City Fitness, the Pharmacy, Papillion Studios, Musicians, Cleaning Services. I mean, you name it, they've done it. Podcasts. Yes. Newborn photography. Oh yes. All you gotta do is just go to livewebmedia.com. Livewebmedia.com. Or you can email them your needs at info at livewebmedia.com. Can I just call them? Yes. Call them today at 949-885-0132. That's 949-885-0132. And we're back. Great first half. Bob, thanks for being on the show as usual. I never wanted to end by Kamala. No, I never Gundam wanted to end. Just went it on loop until the show must go on. The show must commence. Tweet us, Scooby. Yeah, let's go, Podcastle. So, what's going on, man? What's uh, what's brewing? Tomorrow's Friday. <clears throat> yeah, Friday. Got to uh, fly out to Little Rock on Saturday. Uh, looking forward to oh, it. Oh, right. Actually. Yeah. I, I mean, That's... as much as I hate traveling, I'm I'm still looking forward to it. You're looking forward to getting out of uh, getting out of Dodge and just going to a little well, little uh, you know, little business trip. It's it's a biannual thing, and this is the second one with this brand new huge company of two hundred plus, and 
I work with these people every day from my yeah. little studio here, and I getting to meet them in person is really cool. It's uh, you know, it's, it's a nice crowd. It's a good crowd. It is good to do saying. the FaceTime too. You know, get the uh, WTI up. The white trash and how we doing and have mobile. Now the work tranquility index. You want to get that high of the barometer measures air pressure. And you know, um, it's good practice. It's good comedy practice for the show. You know. Oh yeah. Just nothing like social interactions to feed juice to the show. Where you're like, well, sir, you just gave me 20 minutes of material with your rants. And I've known that this was coming for like seven months. So. I've mentally prepare, been preparing to, you know, have to be on for like 48 straight hours. And, and I'm ready. I'm ready for it. You know, I, I'm going to dance yeah. monkey dance for 48 straight hours and I'm going to knock it right out. right out of the park like the Sultan of Swat. Like the Astros. Ask, yeah, let me ask you that before we get into the Astros. I know the mental preparation, you and I, we've, we've spoke with this before. When we're asked to go out and stuff. We're like, all right, we got to be on because they expect a show, and I'm a monkey, and I'm a dance, and tell my jokes. But Otherwise, when you have to really wrong? be on, do you? what do you do to, like, lube up the, the fuel? Do you have a couple beers? Um, I mean, I know you can't do that if it's, like, a morning meeting. Um, like, what do you do to, to really get in the zone? You know, I'll tell you what I do. Is I just kind of uh, put on some tunes. I get loose, and I'm like, Fuck it, we're doing it, you know, and I get myself in a good place and then it all just falls in. Well usually Sometimes just booze is bummed. I I I start um drinking canned beers real fast. <laughs> uh, I like to get like four or five in me before we leave the house. And oh, yeah. while I'm drinking them, I'm I'm usually watching a sporting event that I, I have no emotional attachment to. So I can just right pretend to care and get a nice buzz while I'm doing it or Arkansas women's team right or I can uh or I'll throw on a a stand-up that I haven't heard yet and that just gets that just gets every gasoline just valve flowing Mm -hmm. before we get into sports with John got announced the podcastle is now available for hire the services right we are uh shopping around we would love to uh be a part of your radio experience. Yeah, and, we're uh, officially putting ourselves on the market right now, uh, right at this moment. Before, we were off the table, but now this show is uh, the real deal. It's a well-oiled machine, and we're, we're, uh, we're considering offers. So, considering offers? John has been in radio for with us. a long time as a veteran. He feels that the engine is peaked at the right valve Um it is ratio, and we're is, ready to go. It has hit first gear. After over 200 episodes, we are <laughs> now in first gear, cruising altitude. And we have our first caller. All right, it's a caller. It's what? an offer. No, it's a neighbor. They locked their cat in their car, and I have to go out and break the window. I don't know why they can't do that. I guess they don't want to feel bad. No, that's that's none of that's true. Oh, that would be uh, great. You would have to bring out some sort of... To- microphone or something so we could uh, listen to you shatter a window with the crow <sighs> you try to do awesome it with your effects. elbow we had we had a bit of a schedule too i'm sorry i ran off course in the beginning adhd just strikes again but again, katie apologizing for good tangents it's part of the uh part of the rant now i love i'll be apologizing you just gave three uh, hours of a of a sellout crowd stand-up i am so sorry you know i good. wish i bombed but um 
I, I want to save wine time for another show because there's a lot to get into with the World Series, and oh. you know, you know more about that. You can discuss, but I feel, and tell me if I'm not if I'm not right here. Uh, most exciting World Series ever, though. Just the, it could go either way, it right? So... Either way at any time. And, you know, I was going back through old shows right before we started tonight, trying to find an episode that it must have been in the spring, right when baseball started. And <clears throat> you and I predicted the Astros were going to the World Series, and uh, I couldn't find it. But, oh. then, but then there's an episode in August where we're like the Dodgers – have lost three games in the last two months. They're they're winning it all, so we were really close. I just I, I didn't have time very to, close to dig and test through two hundred plus episodes. Right, it's tough to do that that eighty hours in a day. That large but catalog, a huge collection, reminiscence. Bulbous. Don't you feel though that the Dodgers, on paper and, and the the magical moments they have, should have won the World Series? I mean, obviously the better team did win because they 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 played better and. I think Dodgers management did some bad calls. But don't you feel like the Dodgers in a storybook telling like should have been the, the victors? I mean I do and I don't. I feel like the Astros being their first win and their first World Series win in a in a in you know, the series was, was kinda cool. Especially what happened to Houston very, this year. Very reminiscent of what the Saints went through when New Orleans got dunked and then two yeah. years later the Saints win the Super Bowl. It's like Houston just got dunked, and now their team gets won. the championship. And who won the Super Bowl after 9-11? The New England Patriots. The Patriots. You know? America's team, though, with, with I, the patriotic I, theme. You 2 doing the—it was kind of like that. It was almost, almost staged. Did they? Yeah, the Patriots won after 9-11. In January 2002. Yeah, you're right. They did. Fuckers. But that's insane. Right? It happens. Who won the World Series after the earthquake in uh, Oakland? Oh, the A's. Oh, is that true? <laughs> yeah, but the A's and the Giants were both in it. And I think the earthquake was in San Fran, not Oakland. The oh, A's in 89. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was or like 90. during the game. 90. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Watching on TV, all of a sudden, the so, signal shot out. Crazy. And then it comes back on, and the guy's like, oh, there, there appears to have been an earthquake. Fans are running up and down the stadium, the steps, trying to escape. And then it was just madness on the news for the next, it was, you know. It was like a, yeah. an OJ-type thing. Everybody was watching it all at right. the same time. It was Bedlam. It's crazy. Uh, to continue with sports with John. Like we said earlier, the Houston Astros get their first world championship. Amazing. Uh, they were just hitters. They just hit, 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 hit. And you could tell the games the Giants won, they didn't score a lot of runs. They just didn't let up a lot of runs. But then... Right. That they couldn't do that two games in a row. They just couldn't shut their bats down two games in a row, and that's that's what they needed to do, and they couldn't. They sliced it. And Vegas, 100%. Vegas today predicts um, the Dodgers. They are the favorites right now to win the World Series next year. 
you know how they always do that the next day. Right. Yeah, next year they're going to do that. That happens more often than not, too, I feel like. Because then it's yeah. personal the next year and they're hungry, hungrier because there's kind of a vendetta thing going on. So right. they're going to take it. They're not full of like old veterans that may retire or at the end of a contract. They're all young kids and right. old guys in their prime. Puig. Puig's house was broken into during the game, too, for like the second time in like six months. So the poor guy lost. Poor guy. He's worth so much money. Poor guy, uh, you know, lost the game and he goes home to the police and somebody broke into his house and stole things. And they think it's not random. In the police report I read in the Times, it's more of, I'm like, yeah, he's probably hanging out with some people that are like, yeah, let's just rob his house, you know? He's a Cuban defector. I mean, he doesn't have someone with him that's like, you know, he's he's the bad crowd, Yasiel. Don't right. hang out with him. Yeah, don't he's hang out the, with him. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't speak English. That. Right. Yeah, these guys. It's just these such guys. a clunky system. Um, the injuries continue for the NFL. Speaking of the NFL, the Jets, well. Yeah, what's the score? The Buffalo Bills defense. Uh, no assault charges are uh, going to be filed against them. <laughs> um, it's 34 huh. to 7. Jets. Oh, my gosh. 34 wow. to 7 Jets. That's so great. And that's always the first game of Tecmo Super Bowl you see is Jets versus Bills when they do like the season. Oh, really? Yeah. What year did that come out? 91. 91. Who the hell was on the Jets in 91? Who it was there? Dennis Bird who, who got paralyzed. He was like on the oh. team. And the uh, you know the quarterback was poor Dennis, not Boomer. <laughs> no, not no Boomer was on the on the Bengals then. Right, yeah, he hadn't gotten traded yet. Um, but it was uh, but Bills are are so you know are good this year. Jets are good too. This is gonna flip no, it up. Not. I knew okay. it. Like they're okay, but. They're they're not going to they had a wild good card at best. Touchdown Bills actually right now. That was uh Tyrod Taylor to number ten. So I'm not really sure who that was, but that was a hell of a bomb to uh Thompson. Anyway, nice. They'll get wild card berths at best because the Patriots are gonna win that division, there's no question. Oh yeah. They won the last like four. And they're they're just not disciplined enough to threaten anybody. They're the still grown. There's still some grown pains. Right. What's the Eagles are disciplined. And speaking of the Eagles. Like a child. If we may wade in this pool of football, Matthew. Streak your feet over the watered ponds of muddy bucks. Way like a banshee. Out of nowhere the Eagles sign former Dolphin running back J. A. Ajayi. I saw that. Yeah, it was trending actually. Do you know like on we, Twitter? Uh, we traded for a fourth round pick. So there, right, right there, tells you there it, it was an internal problem. He he wasn't happy, so they just wanted to fucking get rid of him. So Eagles, uh, fourth round pick, sure. Oh, so you think they're letting, like, a cancer in? No, I don't. I think the, I think J.A. Ajay is cutting the cancer out. 
Uh, dude, the Dolphins, how many times every fucking week I bring up this team and how they are just an abomination? Every week. And every facet, too. Even the even the coaching. They have, like, IRS problems. And, like, it's just a toxic organization. Their offensive lineman's doing cocaine and then send it to a French model before meetings. Yeah, right. It's like Miami. They're like, well, we're, we, we like Scarface. Just live this crazy life. You know? And, and they're yes. doing these things that these seedy, like, despicable things behind the, you know, off the field. And, uh, yeah, the whole the whole thing's like a mess. Am I right? It's I mean, just, the Dolphins are just a mess. They're just so unprofessional. You don't even know who the owner is. Quarterback's like, there because his wife wants him out of the house. I mean, it's just a mess. Eight people. You know, they put all their money on Ryan Tannehill. And granted, the first like six years of his career, he didn't have one injury. Right. But the guy was throwing like, you know, 13 for 20, uh, 200 yards. An interception. He wasn't really, he wasn't doing horrendous, but he wasn't doing amazing. And last year they made it to the playoffs. He obviously got injured right before the playoffs, but his team got to the playoffs. Then in spring training or whatever the fuck the football they they have now, they they start like a month after the the season ends. uh, He blows out his knee. Right, the warm-ups. Ryan Tannehill didn't play quarterback until his junior year of college. Oh, my gosh. And they that's, put, that's very late. That's very rare. Right, and they drafted him first round. They gave him all this money. and they Green. He's still very green. They bring in Jay Cutler, who cracks his ribs and has just been in uh, – he's been Jay Cutler, but worse. You know, right. like when Jay Cutler was playing and he was in his prime – he could put up numbers at least. He would always choke uh, at the chance to win, but he, he would put up numbers. Now he's not even putting up numbers. He's no. embarrassing. You can tell kind of his heart's not into it, too. It's a guy that's like, oh, I need to get out of the house because of my wife. And it yes. just didn't, like, it doesn't gel. You know, the it body, doesn't sit well. The body language of him is just it's dookie milk. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's it's you who spittle. But as I said, speaking of uh, injuries, Deshaun Watson, right, former, well, National League champion of Clemson, rookie at Texas or at Houston, on the Texans. Houston blew his ACL. He's done. That's oh, so painful. So on the day when the Houston fans celebrate a World Series championship, they are very sad by this news. That does suck because he was amazing. Yeah. Ooh, regular job of the hut. As we sidestep to basketball. Ooh, Charleston over to the to to the forecourt. Like men in black, side with me, just slide with me, take a walk with me. Talk with me. I signed up for the NBA league pass, but I only got. Oh, nice! I I signed up for the Sixers games only the entire season. I like your I like your attitude. I like it a lot. $120 for the entire season. I get to watch I like every your fire. I like, single game. I like your spirit. I watched last night and they beat the Houston Rockets. They beat yes, them by like we needed, 11. We needed that win, Jonathan. It was sexual and I think uh we're at 500 uh or we're 3 and 4, 4 and 5. We're looking better than I thought uh that we would uh in the early going. 
Yeah, you spoke about that too. Yeah. I was like, ah, we're going to kind of that win. around, but... It's the seeds of a stride. We're 4-4. Uh, we're 4 and four. We're 500. We're two games back out of first place from Boston. Ooh! Celtics. Celtics. Let's check on our Golden Knights, should we? Ooh. Hey, real quick to crowbar the sin. Do you know why they're called the Celtics and not the Celtics? Yeah, I want to see if that's still working. Uh, an Irishman explained this to me this week, why it's the Celtics and not the Celtics. Because there is no Celtics. It's Celtic. It's a Celtic language. It's a Celtic people. Right. What uh, is the, why, no, why are they called the Celtics? Because England's making fun of them. Oh, yeah, I didn't know. I was like, oh, because uh, Celtic oh, is Oh, and the Bills like, recover an onside kick. Ooh, Sorry. Tecmo's thing. No, you got to crowbar that in. That's important. No, real quick. The only, the only reason I'll say is that Celtics are called the Celtics, not the Celtics. So they don't confuse the sport team with the people as a matter of disrespect. It would be like having uh, someone called, I don't know, just making this up. Uh, instead of like the Americans, it's called like the Americans because you don't want to cheapen a people with a sports team and confuse them. They're like the Celtics, this and that. And they Whoa. don't want to cheap it. They don't want to bring clout to the sport by naming a people the Celtics like the Indians or something like that. So that's why they're the Celtics and not the Celtics, even though it's the same thing. And this guy's middle name, Patrick O'Sullivan, he's a good dude. His middle name is Celtic. And Holy the reason shit. his parents dated that is because there's an Irish rugby team called the Celtics, and they didn't want to confuse that with that. And that's why. But I never knew. But that's why it is. Celtics are the Celtics, so they don't that confuse sport with the people. I, I, Did you ever wonder that? Though? You're like, you never hear Celtic except for the basketball team. Particles you know it's a Celtic my, language. Particles of my skull and brain are on the wall, and I must clean them. <laughs> oh, you must clean them with some I, turpentine. I need, I, I need a moment here to collect my thoughts because that you just blew my mind. That's blew your mind. And sadly, uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights oh. have lost three in a row. However, Uh-oh. they've played three on the road. Well, there you go. That. Not the home field advantage of casino gambling and womanizing. Sin City. Uh, moonwalking. For a rare moment. <laughs> Conor McGregor back in the limelight. Well, back in the headlines. <laughs> Notorious. Apparently one interview was all it took for him to uh, be back in the headlines. He said, I would beat Mayweather in a rematch. Not sure if I believe that. No, I read that too because I I stalk Mayweather frequently. Yes, the it's, man you love to well, hate. Well, I'll I'll just talk about. It. I got some thoughts on Slice him saying me. that. It's very easy after you lose a fight to be like, well, I could kick his ass now. It's like now nah, you you lost the fight though. Um, oh God, yeah. It's it's like you you know coming over and beating me up, and I'm like, well, it, it, if we did it again, no, same circumstances. Sunday he, morning lost. Uh, mixed martial arts wrestler. I hope they don't blow this up, though, because I think Mayweather should never step in the ring again. He's 50-0. and 0. He went out on top. Don't cheapen it up. I mean, he would, I'm sure, if it was like a $500 million paycheck. But I feel like the media, if he keeps bringing this up, are going to be like, is there another rematch and this and that? And I I feel like that that's just not, you know, I'd love it, but I don't think it's like a great move. I know. He should just get it over with right now, Mayweather, and be like, listen. You, you lost. I will ask answer any question you ever ask me ever again as long 
is that it's, it is not about Conor McGregor and a rematch. Yeah. If you what ask me about a rematch, you'll never speak to me again. Tyrod Taylor scrambling out of bounds short of the first down. Three minutes to go. Hey, Ashley, run into the bath and the throw up on some prenatal medicine. Back in the, what? That's not on ESPN. Oh, no, I'm just describing my house. Oh. Good day to you, sir. I can't remember when that fight was, but it August, August twenty sixth or seventh or something, right? The pants. It feels like he wouldn't be doing this if they weren't going to do a rematch. Like he's already starting to pump it up shortly thereafter, and hopefully get this in like mid two thousand eighteen. Because then he said, if UFC makes me um, a part owner, then I'll uh, I'll fight again. What? I don't understand that. Was he done fighting though? Is he like going to retire? I don't think he uh, is rushing to return to the octagon. Okay, so he's like making himself available, but he doesn't really need to rush there. He's got so much money; he's just taking his time. I th- I think basically what he's saying there is, if the price is right, and the price feels like I need like a piece of the company if you want me to come back and and work for them because he makes them so much. Maybe, maybe that's why he lost though. To Mayweather. Mayweather is money Mayweather. You know, he's all about money. But he's still an athlete that's great, as is McGregor. But McGregor, once you're talking about money and not going back, maybe you should uh, redeem yourself for your loss and get back in there and kick some ass for your fans and not make it, well, if I get paid enough, I'll go back. Touchdown, Bills. Touchdown, poor Bills. What is is it, 35-20 now? To former uh, Eagles wide receiver Jordan Matthews over the middle there. It's Uh, Jordy. 21, 34, three minutes to go. The vet. I love that shirt, too. John's wearing a vet shirt, Veteran Stadium. Can I see the the rest of it, though? Ah, that weird shape. It was like a donut. It was a a tin can. It was a tin can. It says pride, pretzels, and prison. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best shirt I've ever seen. Do you remember the the stairs in the vet, too? Like, you walk up those, like, ramps? Yeah, the ramps. and the ramps would like up and then left and right and left. And it wasn't like elevators or escalators or just steps. It was like these weird ramps. You'd walk like cattle. Oh, yeah. It was they, weird. I've never seen anything like it since. They weren't round either. They were like square and diagonal. And that place sucked. The seats were so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> the yeah, seats. I, was... I think the original seats, the, the 700 level Oh, the, the seat color color was like poop brown. Yeah, and below got... that it was like <laughs> bloody red, then orange, then like yellow. Then yellow. Yeah, it was disgusting. Poop. It was. It was poop. It was it... different shades of diarrhea uh, throughout the whole stadium. And it was funny when you're like, that place sucked because I was gonna be like, ah, John. I think, was thinking John's gonna have a nice story. But no. It sucked. Even as a kid, when you love going to Phillies games, you still knew that place sucked. Even when it was like new, and like we, six years old, going through the vet, you're like, this sucks. We played on that damn field. It was like playing in my driveway, playing football. Oh, it was the worst. It was the worst. The only My only good memory of that place is my first like memory of life, so I barely remember it. Schmitty hit <laughs> a, a walk-off home run. I was three. Oh, um, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, I just remember the people jumping up and down, and then that's amazing. I read a walk off over by Schmidt. That's a right. That's truly a 
truly an incredible thing to see. I know. I was three. Um, looks like the Bills. Mm. So there was the penalty and that touchdown by. Uh, oh no, he was down at the. Uh, he was down at the one. It's second and goal. Two Wrap minutes fifty-three. Tyrod up the middle. Looks like they're stopping him. Stopping him. Stopping him. But oh, back to Conor McGregor. He um, yeah. Yeah, see, the thing match. about him, dude, he when he was in UFC and he he fought, I think, Nate Diaz, and he lost. And then he fought two other guys, kicked their ass, and then had a rematch with Diaz and knocked him out in 13 seconds. So, right. like, he did, like, pay dues to go back up and get a rematch. This Mayweather thing is... It's, it's an exhibition. It's, dude, it's, it's Rocky versus... Uh, What's his, uh, Hogan. Clubber Lang. No, Lips. Oh, Thunder Lips. Thunder Lips. Yeah, it's an exhibition. It's, it's, it's a an show. Exhibition it's wrestling. It's McMahon. Right. It's an exhibition. It's for fun. Mini Mac. It's WrestleMania. Mania. Mayweather, by the way, was filmed today with some weird women with yep. masks on. Gotta do a like, show, uh... Every show we need a Mayweather update from you. As we do, I didn't click on it because I, I didn't want to read it because it was like him with like dominatrix women, and I'm like, ah, oh, he's God. getting too weird because you know he says he's a Catholic guy, that's like very religious, and that's between them and God. I just don't see that. Who like, Mayweather? I got all this. Yeah, he says he's like very religious, and I'm like, but I don't see you giving money out to the poor. You're blowing it on candy and dominatrixes. So I didn't click on the article because I didn't agree with the intent. Dominatrix. How, However, I'm fascinated with this man. Not, I don't like him. I don't admire him like uh, he's a great human being. But I'm yeah. fascinated. This guy has this much money all fighting and just flaunts it. I, I'm just waiting for him to go broke because it's like I'm just waiting for it to kind of tank. Unless you're Ted DiBiase, if you have money as a part of your gimmick, I'm just not interested. I just think it's not interesting. It's I not. I don't it's, think it's cool. It's like just an easy thing like oh i'm all about money oh gee how long did you keep right how long did it take to come up with that that's why that's why east coast rap late 90s early 2000s why there's some great tunes is like boring lyrics because it's uh, like this is what i have what is this it, is uh, what i have uh what do you have i have this it's like that's not art i, I don't care about if you have a bentley no limit who, who what was that label that signed snoop that had everybody um, yeah mr, mr. P. p yeah so yeah. Dumb with the gold so tanks. Just uh. stupid. But that's so true what you just said about uh, the money not being interested. It's like, I don't care what you have. Yeah. I've, I've, I like this gimmick, Mayweather, when it was done in the 80s by Ted DiBiase. Right. In a green tuxedo. Yes. And a belt with $3 signs made of diamonds. <laughs> I want to start wearing that as a regular belt. You have a lot of money. No, no, just. Just love wrestling. Wait to see my home. It's got take, a rough. Take a look at this belt. And I don't have any money left. No uh, money. All what's in this belt. And radiation treatment. Player of the month, Carson Wentz. <laughs> the month of October. His numbers were it staggering, Matthew. It is weed. Yeah. Did you know Zach Ertz's wife plays on the women's national soccer team? No shit. Yes. I didn't know that. I like him, too. Uh, He's the man, dude. 
he gave the ball to Trout at the last game. Did you see that? Coolest thing ever. What a good like group of, of athletes. Totally. You know? like, good sportsmanship all around. They give him the ball every time, every game. Every time so he's good. there and when scores, they give it to Trout. Come on, man. Come to the How films. do you not like that, you know? No, yeah, I, I was just going to say, he needs, he needs to play on the Phils. Uh, speaking of the birds, uh, just to close out uh, a really, really Ooh. juicy bear of an episode, the Eagles face off against the Broncos in Philly at 1 o'clock, and I will be smack in the middle of a work event, an all-day Sunday work event, and I'm going to be going Really? Nuts. Save the pitch. Record the game. Shut off social media. Watch it with some beers. I got to ask you this, though. Why have a work event on a Sunday? I've never seen that. Now I have. I've, I've done I've done the weekend expo conference bullshit. I get it. I get it. People do that, but they need mm. to take consideration football season. Well, Mine is always right. in May. It, if, you, if you remember the location of where this is, oh, right, it right. is the land of no pro sports teams. Also the land of God, though. Sunday is to keep the Holy Day Sabbath. You should not be working. Praise James. <laughs> you should use that like a conscientious objector. I can't attend, for I am with the Lord on Sundays. Yes, do not persecute me. But yeah, no, watch the game later on. And, uh, and I oh. think Steve Young is picking, picking oh, them to win. Steve Young is Steve Young's picking them to winning. To win it feels 71. so good when you talk about him. 71%. And, uh, <laughs> but he does say, Wentz cannot feed hungry Denver defense, which is just so beautiful because this J.A. Ajayi oh, signing uh, is he's going to give Wentz more time to do more things and get other people open. I agree. He's going to give him the calculations he needed to plan a calculated response. Take little nips out of that defense. Don't don't go for anything fancy over the middle. <laughs> Any of that jive walking. Any of that jive turkey. And that. Oh my god! No, I no. It just you look so pretty. Oh and no! I can't, I want, it's, it's my. I need underwear. Tell your mom to come downstairs. Tasmania. 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 Imagine like a fucking three-year-old. Tasmania. You belong in a gymnasium. Tasmania. I don't know what funny is. I don't know what funny is. I don't know what my life is. Oh, man. Hey, man, I gotta gotta tip my hat off to you, though. I'm really happy for you and hey, Ashley. With the kid, I noticed in the pictures, you guys, the Halloween picture, she has a you have a Batman costume, which is really cool. And she has one that says, let me out. Yeah, a little baby like hands. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's so funny because I almost bought her that. And then I was like, eh, will this like freak her out? Because, you know, a lot of times oh, she's, like, cool. she's like, I have this person growing in me. Even though it's amazing, it is really weird. And it is just I, yeah, amazing. Right. There's it's, a person growing inside. And so I didn't buy the shirt. And then she went and bought it herself. And we didn't even talk about it. I was like, ah, oh, you didn't you didn't perfect. talk about it? No, that's amazing. Meant to be. Meant to be. It's crazy. But yeah, yeah dude, we came. went and got that like MRI type um, um, ultrasound where you can see the face, you can see her nose, you can see her lips, you can see what her cheeks look mm-hmm. like, and then the camera goes above her head and you can see her brain. 
Oh my gosh, that's like totally alien right there. I don't know how to explain it. Because it's like a super x-ray and their skull on the top hasn't fully formed. And this like nurse, this tech is going all around Heather's stomach and With she goes jelly. up and they, they show the brain real quick and, I, and I'm like, oh! and then she goes to something else and I go, hey, was that her brain? Oh my like, gosh. Um, yeah, but you don't probably don't want to see that again. I was like, show it again. Did you? <laughs> that would have blown my mind to see that. That's like science in a science movie watching a science movie. I like I wouldn't know how to handle it. I was I was just watching another true example of the evolution of man. The evolution the of that Dan. We can see a non-oxygen breathing living brain. That's amazing. And then they put the the prenatal, uh, what is it, the the X-ray scanner thing to your stomach, and it's like the cartoon where there's like a pack of matches in there and a nail no. and like a skull. No, the, you know it's it is in my stomach. It's the seven dwarves shoveling sh- mounds of sugar. <laughs> just keep it. Going. It's a hamster on a wheel, but the hamster's like emaciated, just trying to like keep up with the demand. You know, so all of all the electrolytes, jiggling going on. A lot of all jiggling. jiggling. Uh, that was a great show, man. It was a lot of fun. It was a lovely show, man. Katie and I just wanted to set, throw out there that we're sorry for all the rambles in the past. We have a list of grievances here. We'd like to apologize for going off topic. Can you first apologize about trivia? John and – oh, yeah, I'm sorry about trivia. I didn't want to do trivia because I actually – honestly, I don't really like doing it. It's not fun, but I feel like it's fun to watch the reactions because people yeah. like Biscardi uh, in the past, they take it so seriously about New York – when you're like, it's just a fucking question, dude. He's like, hold on. I need 10 minutes. I'm like, it's just a question. I like to You know, me, I don't care. If I don't know, I'm like, I don't know. No, I'm not I, winning I, anything. I, I, trivia is a a bed to jump on. Uh, always. <laughs> um, nice. Biscardi's uh, Instagram post was, it was like a split screen of the Jets standing and the Bills standing during the national anthem before tonight's game. And he said, even though I hate the Bills, New York, hashtag New York stands up. And I said, you mean New Jersey and almost Canada? Most <laughs> Canada? Like New York. The Jets and the Bills are like, are, I don't think New York when I think of those teams. Yeah, I think of Jersey. I think of Jersey and I think of Canada. that other part. Oh, Buffalo. Buffalo is like, uh, you know. That's Gold so, County, California, like right next to Oregon, being like, we're right? going to Cali, baby. It's like, that's not what you think of at all, you know? <laughs> we're going to New York. Oh, where, Manhattan? No, Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo. Hmm. We're, hey, Albany. we're going down to the sweet life south of the U.S. Maybe you heard of a little sunshine state called Florida? Where about? Oh, the Panhandle. It's a meth town. <laughs> that's where we're moving. It's meth. Jacksonville. Maybe like uh, episode of Cops. Is that where Jacksonville is on the Panhandle? It's like on the east part of the. It's like, you know, the Panhandle. Oh right, right. It's like if if the Panhandle were to stretch all the way to the east, Jacksonville's like, right there. Have you been? Have you been to Jacksonville? I've driven through it. Is it a nice town? A I've never never been. I know my stepdad goes there for like GE stuff. They have some kind of headquarters there. It's all right. Or office. It's all right. Yeah. They got a. I got a cool bridge. Jets win 34-21. Game's over. Game's over. And that. Yes, that in there. Chats with sports. Once we get signed and do this, I, I want to I see another podcast will happen, another podcast, but it's like a spinoff of ours, like somebody ripping us off. Ripping us off. There's a guy named like 
Jake, and it's like, and that is a sports chat, 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 you know. And here's, here's, you know. Oh wow, yeah. The, here's Cat Clark with some shitty trivia, 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 you yeah. know. And Random but I choice. think the sports with John, like you know how they do the the invitations, like Dino Island when Jurassic Park comes out and all these shitty. I think they should do one with Sports with John where somebody rips you off. But it's like, and, and, and this. Was the chat about sports? Sports, because <laughs> they don't want to use the licensing to get sued. Right. I, I just can't wait for that to happen. Wow. Like cheap this, copycat knockoffs of. Yeah, I think the next show castle. we'll have to rig up, rig up a fake, fake one. That's play a great here. fit. That's a great fit. And this. Right. All right, man. But tonight the W column. Slice. Tonight's show sponsored by Live with Media. Thank you so much, for Mr. Bob Coons, for being on the show. And tweet us. Thank you, Bobby. At the underscore Bob Castle. Nerd about thirty-five. The gentleman in charge of Veterans Stadium Memorial Memorabilia, Jonathan Ashner, to the man who's in charge of drooling on himself while thinking about Veterans Stadium stairs, I'm Matthew Clark saying thank you for listening and good night, everyone. Thank you. Godspeed. You better check yourself or you wreck yourself because I'm bad for your health. I come real stealth, dropping bombs on your moms. Fuck call alarms. Do a foul crime, mob the nigga with your outline. So the four six, so always let tricks know and friends know we got that endo. No, I'm not a sucker sitting in a house of pain. And no, I'm not the butler. I'll touch ya, head touch ya. You say you can't touch this and I wouldn't touch ya, punk motherfucker. Here to let you know, boy, oh boy, I make dope. But don't call me dope, boy.